Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And happy Monday. I know those two words don't go together. Happy and Monday. Uh, it is the day after daylight savings time. It's actually just after 8 a.m. in the morning here in Phoenix, Arizona. Nine o'clock up there on the front range. And we are trying something brand new. We'll see how this goes. We, we got things that we are trying to work on. And... Um, testing and all those things we're gonna get it right give us a few days to work it all out uh hopefully we'll get it right this weekend we we tried to run a few new programs we had a few issues there uh we we think we know what they are so next weekend we will have them uh eric hopefully will be back uh this afternoon from four to five uh colorado time and, of course, if you've been out to 1360KHMC.com, we have the new player, if you will, the Listen Live button working and alive and well. This one seems to be doing much, much better. So if you go there, the one right in the middle of the page is the new one. Up on the right, the right-hand corner, that's the old Listen Live button. So between the two of them, you should be able to get it done. Uh, but I have yet to have an issue with the new button so you can listen to your heart's content. And, and Jason, I just want to let you know I am getting a little bit of an echo. Um, so I just wanted to point that out to you. We're, we're working through it. I don't know if it's going out on the air. Hopefully it is not. If it is... Uh, we'll get it fixed for you. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, allamericangold.com. And make sure you make a part of your daily routine out there. Uh, this weekend, my oldest son came home. He was home for spring break, and we got lucky because uh, our younger son is still in high school, they have the same spring break, so that is a, a convenience there. The wife is taking them out on a on a little trip. But, you know, we went to dinner the other day. And, you know, you do the usual stuff. How's things going? And, and as they get older, at least what I'm noticing with my older son is I'm getting complete sentences back now. Right, you know, before I'm fine or okay, you know, that, that we're actually getting like complete sentences. It, it's actually pretty nice. And he was talking about his classes, and he had four classes. That that's his load. He's got four classes this semester. One of them, which was his quote unquote easy A class, the history of rock and roll. Turned out to be way harder than he thought. He's like, Dad, I've like had to learn every member of every rock and roll band from the fifties through today. And he goes, and I'm not talking just about the lead singer. You got to know everybody in the band, all their songs. Uh, it's a much harder class than he thought. And then he the the class that he likes the best. He's got an entrepreneurship class, which he's done doing very very well in, and he's been. He took a political science class. Come to find out, he's like, you know what? I really, I'm digging it. I'm liking that class. And I'm like, well, tell me about it. What's going on? And, and uh, one of the, he's making, he's writing a big paper on North Korea. And whether or not North Korea is 
behaving logically by having nuclear weapons. And it was fascinating, his take on the whole thing. I actually think he had it right. And his answer was, you know, at least in his belief, is they are. Yeah, they're, hey, they're trying to preserve their regime, and it makes a whole lot of sense. And it was just very exciting because the fact of the matter is uh, complete sentences from one of your kids. I feel like it's a whole new day now. Uh, so nonetheless, uh, it was just good. It was great to see him again. He's doing great, uh, which is nice because you never know. You send him off to college, and you never know what's going to happen. He's passing all of his class. doing quite well. I, he hasn't gotten less than a B in any of his classes uh, so him and my, my wife and I, we couldn't be prouder. And I can't wait for the day where my younger son starts speaking in complete sentences. I mean, all my, uh, my mind will be blown. What to talk about today? Jay Powell was on 60 Minutes. I don't know if you saw that, the Fed Reserve Chairman. What? Of course, what else is he going to say? Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Everything's going to be great. I, I don't see a recession. They've never seen a recession. Because they actually believe their own bull. But um, if you go out to our website today, wow, another week in another mass store closing. It's starting to get a little worrisome. I'll tell you who's closing. Another big chain filing for liquidation. Worries now about New York City. Are they going to be bankrupt soon? And then retail sales for the month of January came out. I'll tell you all about what they had to say as to the health of the economy. And last but not least, another central bank out buying gold again. Well, I shouldn't say another one. One of the same, uh, China was out releasing for the third straight month in a row now. China buying, they're averaging about, they're trying to buy 10 to 11, looks like anyway, 10 to 11 metric tons a month. Of course, remember last year, 2018, was the largest amount of central bank purchases of gold since Nixon closed the gold window in 1971, and China wasn't a part of that. I mean, they bought 10 10 tons in December. That was it. Up there's the music. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacob, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And, Jason, that is much, much better. Uh, No echo whatsoever. Uh, As we continue, remember, this is day one of the first time we've been Going through the mothership in, I don't even know, maybe a decade or so uh, as we continue to improve the operations up there. Women's fashion retailer Charlotte Roos filed for bankruptcy protection uh, in February, said that it planned to close 94 locations, had a change of heart and said, you know what? We're going to close all 500 locations around the country in a court filing saying they had suffered a dramatic decrease in sales and in-store traffic. The burden of maintaining a large and uh, a large brick and mortar retail presence 
no longer worth it. 8,700 employees were still at working for Charlotte Roos. Apparently, another retailer uh, biting the dust. Uh, 500 locations gone. You think about last week, we had what? 11, 1,200 locations going out. Uh, you know, Payless Shoe Stores, Gymboree. Uh, Shaco, just just to name a few uh, that have gone under. Now add Charlotte Roos uh, to the retail apocalypse. Now seemingly a weekly thing now, and eventually I gotta say, will the last retailer at the mall please turn out the lights? Uh, something that I think makes perfect sense after December's. I don't even know what to say other than horrible retail sales number in December. The collapse continues. Now, I know if you turn on the idiot box, they're going to tell you that January was better. Yeah. They they did come out and say January retail sales were up two-tenths of a percent. The problem is they went to December, that horrible negative 1.2, and said, you know what? It was worse, negative 1.6. So, you know, I'll I'll do uh, some elementary mathematics here. That means for December and January, retail sales down 1.4%, saying that January's number came in at two-tenths, December's number came in, revised even lower to a negative 1.6%. Sporting goods stores saw the biggest bump. Yeah, sporting goods, hobby, music, and bookstores. Uh, I just laugh bookstores. Uh, That's another one. Add that to the list, right? They're on the uh, Sears Kmart plan where they just slowly, you know, close 50 to 100 stores a year. Uh, Building materials, garden equipment, food and beverage, health care, general merchandise. Uh, Those were the ones leading the the way. Motor vehicle and parts dealers was the worst, followed by furniture and home uh, furnishings, electronics, clothing and uh, and accessories, and gasoline stations. By the way, did you see gas jump 10 cents? I don't know about everyone else here. I'm driving into work. Friday it was 241. Today, 251. Uh, I don't know. The Saudis did announce today uh, no one's buying oil. Well, I shouldn't say nobody's buying oil, but they're going to continue with their cuts all the way through April now. As well, I, and you get it falling demand from China and, and of course, pretty much all over the globe, even here, even though we. Don't want to admit it yet. Uh, They are saying that auto or oil sales are going to stay muted, uh, but oil's up today on the news. So go figure again. This is the new supply and demand. Demand falls. Somehow we're going to pretend like oil is going to go up. Uh, All these things that don't make any sense. How about this one? New York City. We talk about Chicago. We talk about Illinois. It's so much bigger than that. A closer look. And that's kind of the thing, right? This is, by the way, out of the New York Post. So when when your own liberal media turns on you, you know you got problems. 
And and this is the thing about all this that don't look too close. Right? It's kind of like the central bank. Hey, listen, you don't get to look over here. Right? You don't get to see what we're doing. Even though allegedly all of your financial well-being depends on it, don't look here. A closer look at New York City's. Okay, so this is actually just the city itself. So not not all of New York State, just New York City. It appears they are careening much faster to an all-out financial bankruptcy, something the city hasn't seen in over 40 years. A tax fleece business and individuals flee in mass. This is this problem everywhere, isn't it? As, as you get, you know, as you make all these promises that you can't really keep, the only solution they have is what? Tax, tax, tax. And I know, you know, we got a tax cut. You know, well, some some people did uh, from from the president. A lot of places, the states are ramping up. And remember, you, you can't write those off anymore. So you live in, in some of these states that are really bad. It's getting even worse. They said the the spending now, which jumped another three billion dollars, standing at eighty nine point two billion the long-term debt for New York City now stands at more than $81,000 per household. <laughs> this, is, this is our economy, right? This is the solid foundation that we have built for our country, right? They, they want you to believe that you can have prosperity from a printing press. You can't. You know, and the funny thing is, is we went, what, over 100 years with no debt. I mean, you, you think about the Civil War, we had debt. The War of, like, 1812, you know, we had a little debt, but we, we paid it back. Right, Andrew Jackson paid off the national debt before we had a central bank. The country, I mean, we, our national, it was peanuts. Well, I, I think it was what? It wasn't even $10 billion. Now New York City alone, think about every apartment in New York City. If you've ever been to New York City, you know, it, it's a cool place. You know, it, it reminds me of, and you know what's so funny? A lot of the buildings there, the really cool-looking ones, and they were built a long, long time ago, right? All the new stuff, they look the same. They're plain, uh, what I'll call the plain Jane ones, <laughs> right? You know, when you when you start going out in the world today and you go to cities like Dubai and Hong Kong and Singapore, they're building stuff the way we used to. Right that now we just get plain ordinary boring, uh, but New York still has a lot of historical buildings that are cool, right? Cool to look at, and these things it's massive. It's so hard to explain if you've never been there how many buildings there really are in apartments and condos. If you think about every single one of them.
from the uh, what I'll call the welfare buildings all the way up to the high rises on Manhattan. Every single door, 81 grand, 81 grand, 81 grand. That doesn't pay. Listen, that's not the national debt. That's not the state of New York debt. No, that's just for their city. They said the city is running a deficit that is starting to spike and would be extremely difficult if we head into a recession or a further flight of individuals leaving the city because of, quote, unquote, tax reform. I'm going to promise you that's happening. New York already in a difficult financial spot. They, they talked about uh, the, the budget that's upcoming. City spending up 32% since de Blasio took over. He's the mayor of New York. 32%. Now you start thinking about... Our wages haven't grown 32% going all the way back to 1971. New York State and the city ranked number one nationwide in state and local tax burden. I didn't know that. I mean, I really thought California would own that. Property taxes, almost half the city's revenue is rising faster than any other revenue source. Squeezing businesses and forcing homeowners already hit by the federal property tax deduction changes, right? You remember, you can't write that off. And now they're sitting there talking about possible bankruptcy for New York, according to the American Institute for Economic Research. And I don't mean to laugh. But when you sit here and you, and you start looking at what's real. Right, and forget the fluff and the puffery and, and Jay Powell coming. Oh no, everything's wonderful, right? And they try to hide the numbers and they do seasonal adjustments and they double seasonally adjust and they try to hide things in the averages, right? You, you, if you unplug Jeff Bezos and Warren Buffett and Bill Gates from the equation, you get a much different picture of what's happening in America today. There's a reason. What do you really think? Let me ask you something. Just, just, just think about this for a second. Do you really think all of these countries, and really this hasn't just been in the last five years or so. Do you really think that they just randomly decided to start buying gold again? And really, if you think about it, since 1971, up until about, what, 04, 05? Yeah, probably more closer to 06. Nobody bought gold. No central banks bought gold. Matter of fact, they sold it. Right? Australia sold it, England sold it, all the European agreements had all these sales. And now, just last, you know, and every year, right, 
They started buying right during the financial crisis, and they've been buying ever since. But since about 2013, we're on this path. Every year, they buy a little more, buy a little more, buy a little more, buy a little more. Last year, we set a record. This year, now China wasn't even involved in that record. If we do the same amount of buying this year as they did last year, and then you add China on top of it, you're going to be talking about almost 750 metric tons of gold being purchased by central banks. Think about all the mine supply in the world. All of it, which is in decline, but sitting at, you know, right around, let's just round up a little bit, let's call it about 3,000 metric tons. Central banks are buying, what, 25% of all the gold mine? Yeah, that's a problem. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Here's a question. Is this person a citizen of the United States? This 2020 census question, or something very similar, was asked on every U.S. census from 1820 through 1950, and afterward on the long-form census through 2000. Even now, and ever since 2005, a citizenship question like this has been included in the annual American Community Survey by the federal government. Not even President Obama stopped that. President Trump's Department of Commerce is including this question on the census. But why all the fuss about this citizenship question now? The census is used to apportion the Electoral College and representation in Congress. So there is political significance to puffing up the population count for California and other sanctuary states by including illegal aliens as legal residents. Dollars are also at stake because more people in a state means more federal dollars flowing to it. The Constitution requires that the census count every person living in the United States, but citizens and aliens should be counted separately in every state and electoral district. President Trump, through his Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, restored this question about citizenship to the 2020 census, and a barrage of lawsuits ensued to stop it. There is nothing racist in asking about citizenship. It may, however, be racist, or at least anti-American, to oppose a citizenship question so that illegal aliens are counted as citizens and sanctuary states unfairly obtain more congressmen and electoral college votes than they deserve. It is fictional to pretend that American Hispanics are less likely to respond to a census question about citizenship. Citizenship is something nearly all Americans are proud of, and there is no right of privacy at stake here. There is no reason to expect any American citizen to be hesitant to respond if he is a citizen. Employers and schools ask about citizenship, after all, as does the federal government on application forms. Don't buy the Democrat outrage over asking people about their citizenship. Knowing who in America is subject to our laws, who receives the benefits of citizenship, and where they live is and always has been vital to the proper function of America. Don't be fooled by the fake outrage from the left. Let's make the census great again. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. American citizenship should never be taken lightly. That's why you need to go to phyllisschlafly.com and be part of the dialogue on the need for border security and an accurate census, the travesty of sanctuary cities, and voting rights for illegals. Voice your opinion at phyllisschlafly.com. 
Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, again, happy Monday. I know those two words don't go together. Bear with us. Uh, you know, Friday we were running tests. We didn't know, yo, we don't know how to run a radio station. We're, we're figuring it out. So Friday, after all the shows were over, Jason and Brian and I were, were trying to get ready for today because we didn't want uh, the show to, to move. In other words, uh, we're going to be on at 9 o'clock in Colorado, then again 9 o'clock in Arizona, even though when it's 9 o'clock in Arizona, it's 10 o'clock in Colorado. I know, it's so complicated. Let's start a movement. Everybody vote to end daylight savings time. But it's so much easier for me. And really, at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Uh, but but we were actually breaking into, <laughs> I forget what show we were, whatever show was on, we were cutting in and trying to run all these tests and, and trying to get ready for today. So I'm hoping, uh, I have been getting notified from Brian, seems, things seem to sound okay. Now we're just trying to clean up what I'm hearing in my ear. Uh, but but bear with us. Give us a few days. It's going to be fantastic. And I believe, I haven't heard from him today, but I believe Eric will be back uh, at 4 o'clock. That's 3 o'clock Arizona time, 4 o'clock Mountain time. And we have our live stream situation now under control and working. So if you go out to 1360khnc.com, uh, and, and you want to listen to any of our programming now, you should be able to do so uh, without any issues. Hit that big play button right in the middle of the screen. You can't miss it. After China officials announced increasing their gold reserves for the third month in a row, Beijing appears to have joined the global gold rush. Now, here's what's funny. Any other commodity, really any stock, anything that that you'd get news like this, hey, guess what? Even more demand. Price would go up. Now, gold, it's not down a lot. It's down, what, 5 bucks, twelve ninety four. But this, they're doing all they can. They don't want you to know how bad it is. Here's the thing. And I've said this for how long? Be your own central bank. There's a reason. Right? We went off the gold standard completely in 71. Look at what's happened since then. We've gone from selling 500 central banks have gone from selling five, six, seven hundred metric tons of gold a year to buying five, six, seven hundred plus metric tons of gold a year and it's starting to spread china which has long been silent on its holdings of gold many people i'm one of them i think they hold a lot more than this they just don't want people to know yet listen china doesn't want to move the gold market but they don't want to come in and buy a hundred metric tons in a month Right, because they know, hey, whoa, <laughs> right, we want to buy it cheaply. I think they've got more than what they're saying, but nonetheless, it joins a growing list of many countries turning away from the greenback. 
the value of the country's holdings of the precious metals reached $79.5 billion, now up over $3 billion year over year. Goldman Sachs has flagged central bank buying as the plank for supporting its bullish outlook on gold, which it expects to rally to $1,400 over the next six months. Okay, that's not me. Goldman saying, listen, here's what's happening. Because I keep saying, why are they doing it? Why now? What's changed? And a couple of things really stick out. The biggest one, debt, right? The size of our national debt. You know, think about it. When I first started here, the national debt wasn't even quite $6 trillion, right? That was, what, 15 years ago? (laughs) Going on 15, going on 16 years? It's now 22 point, I don't I didn't even look today, 0.1, 0.2. Went from 5 to 22. What also changed? Oh, yeah, the central bank. Right? They took interest rates zero, right? A lot of places negative. We couldn't even get to 2.5% on a Fed's funds rate, and it was going to blow up the whole economy. And you think about the Dow rallying, right? I mean, the Dow's been on, well, they'll tell you, oh, it's on this 10-year run. Now, last year, we kind of faded there. And yet, central banks aren't buying the rally. They're not selling gold. Matter of fact, they're breaking records trying to buy it. As of today, it appears that the central banks of the world are going to buy one out of every four ounces mined in 2019. And then you think about China's regular gold consumption and India's regular gold consumption. In other words, consumption excluding central bank buying about a thousand metric tons a piece so that's two thousand metric tons central bank buying let's call it you know 750 metric tons that brings you to 2750 metric tons and the whole world we mined about three thousand <laughs> that leaves only 250 metric tons for everybody else and obviously there's some, some scrap in there, but we've got a situation in gold. Supply is falling, right? Mine supply peaked, and 2017 was the peak, and we've been falling since. Right? And you've heard me. I've talked a lot about new mines and new mine supply and the lack thereof. Then you factor in now a new buyer. And now Goldman Sachs says, hey, we know why they're buying gold, because they don't want to buy the dollar anymore. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 
800-951-0592. Today, U.S. $20 gold pieces, Liberties or Saints. You pick. You want to mix them up? You absolutely can. You want all Libs? You can do that. You want all Saints? You can do that. 1390 at 800 951 You know, think about Goldman Sachs' call today. Goldman Sachs saying $1,400 gold in the next six months. What do they see that everybody else isn't? What I shouldn't say everybody else, right? Just, just the people they put up on TV. China is trying to diversify its reserves away from the dollar. We talked about this. This is how it works. right? The dollar used to be the reserve currency of the world. right? That was the Brenton Woods Agreement. This allowed for us to run big deficits. Because you know what? Everybody had to buy everything in dollars. That was the agreement. Of course, Brenton Woods ended, and the United States said, hey, if you want to, you know, they created the euro, right? If you want to buy it in euros or yen, right, you can't. And they kind of knew full well. Hey, but, you know, they're worse than us. Well, they were. But it's been the rise of China that has really changed the field. You know, when you think about all of a sudden this growth in central bank gold buying, the growth of central banks repatriating gold that used to be in the markets, right? They used to loan it out to everybody, right? We always questioned. Nobody was really sure who owned what. When these central banks take their gold back, they essentially say, hey, you know what? You can no longer use our gold to lease it to somebody else. Because that was a good way for them to, what, manipulate the gold markets. Now, of course, it doesn't matter because we have so, you know, we still have 8,000 metric tons. So we're going to allow that policy to continue. But the rest of the world is saying no. Think about treasury demand. What do we keep talking about? I mean, every month now. Lack of foreign participation. And you know what we've seen? Lack of foreign participation and an increase in gold holdings. Central banks are saying, you know what? Nah. I've got enough U.S. debt. I've got enough U.S. dollars. And understand, this is how they hold dollars, is by buying treasury notes. They don't hold dollars in the bank. They don't. Right? They, and trust me, they're, they're, their dollars in the bank are in the bank for the least amount of time possible. Just long enough to what? Send payments out, right? Send payments out. They know, okay, six months from now, 
right? We've got to buy our soybeans, our corn, our natural gas, our oil. We got to buy the cattle. We got to buy iron ore. We got to buy steel. We got to buy whatever it may be, silver, platinum, palladium, whatever they may need. And they, they know. And so they buy treasuries because you don't want to leave that money in the bank because the bank could go under. <laughs> so funny, right? I mean, that's how it works. And when those treasuries mature, so every day, think about it like today, there are several bond auctions going off today. And we're going to auction off, but I don't know what the number is, 50 to $100 billion every day. A lot of that offering, so let's just say it's 50. Because we spend so much money, let's just say 47 billion of that, and let's just say it was a, a two-year note, okay? Two-year note, the size is 50 billion. 47 billion of that are notes that, hey, Someone bought two years ago, and they're expiring. Plus, we need to add $3 billion more billion because of how much we spend all the time. What's happening is these countries are saying, yeah, you know what? We're not going to buy the extra $3 billion. And... I know that we're rolling over 47. You know, we're going to buy 45. We're going to buy 45. That's enough. Because I can use my own currency to buy stuff. I can use euros. I can use renminbi. I can use yen. I can, you know, I don't want that many dollars. And then they're taking the excess, and they're turning around, and they're buying gold. Saying, hey, I'd rather have the gold than the dollar. Why did Nixon close the gold window in 1971? Why do I tell you last year we set a record in central bank gold buying since 1971? Do you remember? See, initially, central banks loved that when the United States confiscated gold in 1933, they changed the price to 35 bucks from 20. They loved it. By the 50s and the 60s, they didn't think that was such a great deal anymore. Finish that final segment coming up on a Monday. 800-951-0592. U.S. $20 Liberties and Saints. You pick it. 1866 to 1907 on the Liberties, 1907 till gold confiscation in 1933 on the Saints, 1390. And, and remember how the story went. When we confiscated gold, when we, the central bank, took the gold from us, because gold was barbaric relic. It doesn't work well when you want to live beyond your means. I mean, that's really the problem. When they changed the price to 35 bucks, foreign central banks or governments couldn't wait to give us the gold. We got to over 20000 
thousand tons of it. And then by the mid-50s, central banks started saying, eh, you know what, I'll take my gold back. Here's 35 bucks. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I know, you, we could buy some treasury, but nah, 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 I'll take the gold. By the 60s, it was turning into an avalanche. We closed the gold window because we were down to 8,000 tons from 20. And for about 40 or so years or so, it worked just fine, Right? They got central banks to sell gold again, right? Because, you know, they all got fiat paper. They wanted us to believe that that piece of paper with colored ink on it was worth something. It's not. It's not worth anything. Now, today feels like the 50s again, doesn't it? And maybe the early 60s. All of a sudden, the central banks are like, hmm, I could buy dollars. Or I can spend uh, $1,294 and get gold. Tell you what, U.S., keep the $1,294. Keep your dollars. I want them. Give me the gold instead. The only difference now is the gold doesn't come from us. It comes out of the global supply. But this is exactly what's happening. And it's increasing. A little more, a little more, a little more. And then all of a sudden, two years ago, it took a a pretty good jump. Last year, took another really good jump. This year now, China's on board. It looks like it's going to take another big jump again. That's why I tell you all the time, be your own central bank. We've got a debt problem, right? And not, we don't we don't have uh, any other real problem. It's a debt problem. You cannot solve a debt problem with more debt, right? National debt, city, state, federal debt, pension debt. It doesn't matter. Everything they tell you to invest in is debt. Stocks, annuities, all those things, money markets. Be your own central bank. Have something that isn't a debt. U.S. $20 Liberties and Saints. Mix and match. You call it $1,390 at 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great day.